Welcome to Snazzy Stories. Put some pepper in thy step and lend an ear to the terrific tales of the past. Welcome to Snazzy Stories. If you'd like to keep the storytelling alive, please go to patreon.com slash snazzy stories and donate to my storytelling adventure. Also subscribe to Snazzy Stories on iTunes, Spotify, many podcast apps, or go to snazzystories.com and leave an awesome review. In 1848, gold was discovered in California, which launched a massive migration to California by Americans hoping to strike it rich. During the gold rush that reached its peak in 1852, it is estimated that 300,000 people rushed to the California Territory. Since most of the gold seekers began their journey in 1849, they were called the 49ers. As the gold rush pioneers made their way to California, one of the places to stop and resupply was in the Salt Lake Valley in the Utah Territory. This was an important stop so that they could prepare for the long journey across the Great Basin Desert and the Sierra Nevada Mountains. The tragic story of the Donner Party that occurred in 1846 was still on the minds of many Western settlers and Western travelers. Therefore, the 49ers knew that they needed to resupply in Salt Lake City and cross the desert before snow fell in the Sierra Nevada Mountains. By October of 1849, a group of gold seekers knew that it was too late to travel the Sierra Nevadas without the possibility of a Donner disaster, and they may have to wait out the winter in Salt Lake City. Luckily, they heard about another trail that would be a safer route for them to take during winter that would take them south of the Sierra Nevadas. However, there was no other pioneer wagon train that had gone this way, and most people didn't know the route. But they ended up finding one person in the Salt Lake Valley who knew the route and agreed to guide their wagons to California along this trail. It was known as the Old Spanish Trail, and his name was Jefferson Hunt. Jefferson Hunt was born in 1805 in Kentucky, and he married Cecilia Mount in 1835, and both eventually converted to the LDS Church. He was baptized into the LDS religion by Sidney Rigdon. He endured the religious persecution and continued to move with the LDS people from place to place. He became a successful farmer and businessman in Missouri and was able to not only provide for his own family to move west, but he gave aid to other families moving west as well. During the Mexican-American War between 1846 to 1848, the Mormon Battalion was formed because of the encouragement of Brigham Young. And the Mormon Battalion served in the United States Army from July of 1846 to July of 1847. The battalion was made up of Mormon volunteers of over 500 men. One of those volunteers was Jefferson Hunt. He became a captain in the battalion. The battalion marched 2,000 miles from Council Bluffs, Iowa to San Diego, California. They arrived in San Diego in January of 1847, and by July of 1847, their services were no longer needed. Therefore, the members of the Mormon Battalion were discharged on July 16, 1847. After Jefferson Hunt and his sons left the army, they headed to the gold fields to seek riches for themselves, and they did very well in their mining endeavors. Then the Hunts headed back to Salt Lake with their riches to find the rest of their family. Captain Hunt's family was waiting for him in Salt Lake. They had traveled with the rest of the LDS pioneers to claim their Zion in the Salt Lake Valley. Soon after his return to his Mormon people in the Utah Territory, Hunt organized a group to return to California by a Native American trail, which had not been traveled by white settlers. 
This led southward and through the Cajon Pass. Captain Hunt's time in the Mormon battalion, his willingness to try new routes, and adventurous spirit gave him the credibility to lead groups to California. Such as the group in Salt Lake, not wanting to wait out the winter, but wanting to try a different route to California. So they asked for his help. Hunt agreed to guide this group of 49ers to California. Jefferson Hunt, along with a Mormon missionary named Addison Pratt, took the old Spanish trail south toward present-day Las Vegas and San Bernardino, and then northward to Sacramento. This trail would later be followed by many pioneers, 49ers, and a good portion of it would become traced by the I-15. The 49ers that Captain Hunt was leading were called the San Joaquin Company. Their progress was slow, and they became impatient with their guide. Captain Hunt insisted that the group travel as fast as the slowest wagon. The group was close to letting the captain know that they were not happy about the slow progress their party was making. But soon, a young man rode into their camp with a hand-sketched map that showed a shortcut across the desert. But eventually, it would prove to be unreliable. The 49ers believed this would cut 500 miles off their journey. Therefore, most of the 107 wagons decided to follow the fictitious shortcut, while the other wagons continued along the Old Spanish Trail with Captain Hunt. Captain Hunt did not trust the hand-sketched map, and even so, he did not know that route. The point where the group split is now near the present-day town of Enterprise, Utah. Soon after the groups parted, they came to a gaping canyon on the present-day Utah-Nevada state line, now known as the Beaver Dam area. Most of the 49ers became discouraged and returned to join Captain Hunt. However, more than 20 wagons made the decision to continue on to find the shortcut to California. The route that was supposed to be a shortcut was not starting out too well because it took them several days to get the wagons around the canyon. And even though this group didn't have a reliable map or guide, they believed that if they continued to go west, they would eventually find the pass they were looking for from the hand-sketched map. They came to and passed present-day Panaca, Nevada, and over the barren valleys to Groom Lake. At this point, there was another dispute on which way to go. There was another split. One group, the Bennett Arkin Party, wanted to go south toward a snow-capped mountain, hoping to find a good source of water. The other group was the Jayhawkers, and they wanted to stay with the original plan of traveling west. Also, a quick side note, the young man who originally brought the hand-sketched map of the shortcut snuck away from the group in the middle of the night. Eventually, the group ended up splitting and going their separate ways. Both groups were saved from dying of thirst by a snowstorm that hit, and they both ended up back in a place called Death Valley. Two months in the desert had passed since leaving Captain Hunt and the old Spanish trail, and the lost 49ers' oxen were weak from lack of food, and their wagons were in terrible shape. These people were discouraged and worn, and they still had not only the valley to cross, but the vast Panamint Mountains. While on their two-month journey wandering through the desert, at one point, they went 48 hours without anything to drink. The Jayhawker group decided to head north toward the Mesquite Flat Sand Dunes. At this point, they were dangerously close to starving to death, and they made the decision to leave their wagons and belongings behind and walk. They killed multiple oxen and used the wood of the wagons to cook the meat and make jerky for the nourishment for the rest of their journey. 
They were able to cross the Panamint Mountains and drop down into the valley. Most of them went south and made their way into Indian Wells Valley near present-day Ridgecrest. A family traveling in this group had three children, age eight, six, and four. And by the time they left Death Valley, the oldest was the weight of a three-year-old. However, the Bennett Arkin group attempted to cross the Salt Flats to pass over the Panamint Range through Warm Springs Canyon, but could not make it. They had to return to the valley. They sent two young men, William Lewis Manley and John Rogers, over the mountains to get supplies to help the rest of the wagons continue on their journey. This group believed that the Panamint Range was the Sierra Nevada Range and therefore expected them to return quickly. However, the two men walked more than 300 miles to Mission San Fernando. It took them a month. They were able to get supplies at a ranch and trekked back with three horses and a one-eyed mule. On the return journey to their party, one of the horses was ridden to death and the other two had to be abandoned. When the two men finally returned to the Bennett Arkin camp, they discovered that many of the group had left to find their own way out of the valley. Two families remained at the camp, trusting the two young men to come back and save them. Luckily, only one man had died while they waited for the two men's return. But as the families and William Manley and John Rogers made their way west over the mountains, the story goes that someone said, quote, Goodbye, Death Valley, unquote giving the valley the name we know it by today. After they left Death Valley, it would be another 23 days crossing the Mojave Desert before they reached the safety of Ranch San Francisco in the Santa Clarita Valley. This shortcut that lured the San Joaquin Company away from Captain Hunt's guidance took four months and cost the lives of many men throughout the entire ordeal. This group became known as the Lost 49ers. Those who stayed with Captain Hunt arrived in California safely and mostly unscathed from their journey. The Lost 49ers became lost because they were impatient with their guide and was upset because he was going slower than they wanted. But Captain Hunt was the one who knew a route and could guide them to their destination safely. The 49ers chose a route that was unknown to them and they were on their own. It might be that for our well-being on our own journeys, that we find people in our life that will support us and guide us on our paths. And we might just be able to avoid a dire situation like Death Valley. And we may not become one of the lost. Thank you for listening to Snazzy Stories. Come back again where everyone has a story. 